The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Friday morning or evening, depending on where you live. And I'm talking to James. What's going on, James? I'm doing very well, thank you, mate. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. How you been? Yeah, yeah, no, not too bad. Um, just the same old, same old with me, really. Um, looking forward to, I say, this weekend's UFC action. Not so much. I'm just more looking forward to boxing, really. What's going on boxing? Well, obviously, um, Tyson Fury, he's returning to the UK. He's fighting Dillian White on Saturday at Wembley, and it'll be the biggest... Um, capacity in the history of British boxing history uh, with 94,000 expected at Wembley and I'm glad I'll be there. Be, it'll be a nice day out. I'll get to see you know my friends there and because it was my dad's birthday yesterday I managed to get him a ticket as well so it'd be nice to sort of celebrate his uh, birthday with him as well. So yeah, it should be nice to and obviously I'm, Tyson Fury is one of my favourite fighters of my generation so to see him in the flesh it, it, you know, it should be a very good weekend to nice. say the least. So White's going to win what? First round, second round? <laughs> uh, no, I mean again, I you've seen Tyson Fury with the fights with Deontay Wilder I've never, I you know coming into it I was never nervous at all but for some reason with this one I am just you know, I'm, I've never been this nervous for a Fury fight before because I feel as if so many people are counting out Dillian White. I think Dillian White knockout power is just a sense and, you know, it's just out of this world. So there is danger there. People are, you know, underestimating a little bit, but I'm expecting a close fight, but I think Fury will come out on top. Win. You think it's going to go, uh, let's see, to, 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 oh, nine and a half rounds. You think it's going to go over or under that? Uh, over. I think I'm gonna for a tenth. Yeah, tenth stoppage. Oh, tenth, tenth stoppage. Okay, I'm just looking. So Fury wins by KO, TKO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TKO. Okay. okay, okay. That's only minus one thirty-eight. Fury wins that way. What in um, the tenth round or in general? Uh, well, no, they don't have. I don't have the round specific stuff up oh, right okay. now. Fury wins by knockout or TKO, whatever. Minus one thirty-eight. Okay. If the fight goes over nine and a half rounds, it's plus one hundred nine. Mm, so there is some value there. Yeah, so you may want to stop by the bookie on the way to the stop by the you know casino. <laughs> no, exactly. It could be a dangerous night with uh, regards <laughs> to the bets. <laughs> All right, but we're here to talk about this amazing card that Dana's put together yeah. for Saturday. Wow! How do you how do you keep doing it, hitting these home runs? Honestly, I mean, you know, watching last weekend's action, I thought he wouldn't be able to top it, but, you know, he has. He's only gone and done it. But, 
you know, when that, <laughs> when looking at the card, he's probably, he's definitely got one eye on the, the boxing this weekend. I'm sure he really couldn't care less about this weekend's UFC action because there are, there are some fun matchups. I will give you that, but it's over and all, it's not the best of, you know, best of fight cards. Um, with the main event, um, usually when we've had some female um, headlines, some main events, they've just, they've not lived up to the main event status. However, this one, I don't think this one will go the distance. You know, the uh, this one will be an interesting matchup to say oh. the least. It's all right. It's not you know the best of you know fight night main events on paper, but I think it will deliver. Lay it out, lay it out, go. Lay it out, yeah, we'll go. Obviously, between Amanda Lemos versus uh, Jessica Andrade. Now, again, like I said, in terms of the female divisions, fight night headlines they haven't lived up to expectations. However. This one, it you know, it shouldn't be too bad. Andrade is probably one of the most experienced fighters in um, in the whole of the U- in women's UFC. She's been you know at bantamweight, she's been at strawweight, she's been at flyweight, she's been all over the place. Um, she's fought the who's who and the, the best across all three weight divisions, really. And one thing that's impressed me with Andrade over the years is her uh, knockout ability and her striking. And I think like Lamos as well, her parry has sort of carried her up through the rankings as well. And wherever the fight goes, Lamos is a, a dangerous fighter. And I think for me personally, though, her bread and butter is probably her striking. She's probably got the, she's definitely got the technique and the striking to just sort of keep Jessica Andrade at range and just try and pick her apart, really. She's ferocious in the clinch. She's got a great ground and pound. And with that being said, uh, with Lamos, it's definitely a step up in competition. She's never fought anyone like. Um, just can't drive before. Lamos is coming off of a split decision victory over Angela Hill about like, three months ago. So mm-hmm. this is definitely her toughest test yet. Oh yeah, yeah. You think? <laughs> no, no, no. Hundred percent. Like with Andrade, again, she likes to sort of swang and bang, as they say in recent times. But I think the thing is for Andrade, she can't sort of necessarily do that against Lamos because. She tends to exploit her chin a little bit and Lemos will eventually catch her. So if Andrade, again, she, she will throw bombs, but she's got to be patient when it comes to, to frustrating Lemos. And I think if she can sort of control proceedings and make it, it can, you know, Jessica, a typical Jessica Andrade fight, she should be able to get the job done. I think I'm going to go for a Jessica Andrade via third round TKO. Lemos will take some nasty shots, but then again, she'll keep pressing forward, but eventually she'll fall. So I'm going to go Andrade in the third. All right. Hard to argue. Uh, I mean, Andrade is minus 250 at some sports books, minus 210 at others. Uh, fight goes the distance, no, minus 208. So they're not thinking decision either. Um, I don't have a strong opinion on this fight. I think I think Jessica wins. I'll follow you. Let's go third round TKO. <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's just do that. Jessica Andrade to win of the third is plus 1,000. Is that right? Oh, yeah do that <laughs> love it all right what else are you looking at <laughs> next up i've got the co-main event between clay Guida and claudio Boyles. Now, do they have like it, in america <laughs> in america sometimes they have an old timers baseball game where they bring out the uh, former players to play each other is that what <laughs> is that what they're doing tonight with bringing clay Guida out it's like an old timer fight i honestly don't know i mean they've had some oldies in recent times remember alexio lenick for oh, like, yeah. not that long ago and he's like what 45 46 and he's <laughs> still winning clay Guida is probably what he's just turned 40 i think so it's crazy how they're you know still fighting at their age you know you tend to think that you look at clay Guida's record 37 wins 21 defeats now 
it's probably taken a lot of damage over the last couple of years or so. At 40 years of age, do you need more damage? You know, you just sort of need to know when to call it a quits. But that just sums up Clay Gideon. In a nutshell, he's a, he's a crazy bloke, isn't he? And, you know, fair play to him that he's still going on. But, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he's fine this weekend. Um, you know, when you're looking at Claudio Puelas, he's an improving fighter. He's only 26 years of age, I believe. So he's, he's still young. He's coming off of a, a submission over Chris, Chris March. So there is still potential there. And prior to the win over Chris and Jordan Levitt, he took a two-year layoff. And again, at 26, he's still learning. He's improving. Uh, I think this one will probably be his, arguably one of his toughest tests yet, just because of the amount of fights Clay Guida has under his arsenal. You know, he's just got nearly a bit of professional so fights. So, it won, this one will be a tough one, to say the least, for Claudio. But I think on the mat, when uh, I think I'm probably going to lean towards Claudio Puelas on this one. He's very comfortable. He understands he can pass guard very efficiently. He can always sort of sneak in the submission. His striking has improved. The combinations, the hand speed has definitely improved over the last couple of fights. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Claudio Puelas you know, turns up this weekend because he's very versatile in his approach. When you're looking at Guida, as I alluded to, he's taken some damage over the last couple of years or so, but he's a true veteran of the sport and his unrelenting style of cardio and his wrestling just to sort of pick the pace and just keep going is what's made him a real icon of the sport in recent times. So he will be a difficult test for Claudio Pogles this weekend. I think his striking you know, it's a bit subpar. It's not as great as one would assume, but Guida, he tends to be very intelligent in terms of his approach when it comes to the striking exchange just because he's got that experience. So, Poilez, he's got to be on his A game because Guida, no matter how much damage he's taking throughout the fight, he will just keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward. You put, putting you under so many difficult circumstances. So, Poilez, he's got to be on his A game, but I think he will, I don't think he'll get the finish. I'm probably going to go for Poilez by decision. Decision, yeah. It's Guida opened up, looks like kind of the underdog, but is now the favorite. And I always mm. have to stop and wonder, is that brand name recognition or is that really how, you know, what's going to play out? I mean, Guida, fuck, he's minus 130 to uh, Claudio's minus 106. Ooh, it's really mm. weird. I, I, I don't necessarily want to bet on this fight because that's <laughs> really causing me to scratch my head. But Gira, uh, Claudio by decision bet is plus 250. Thereabouts, yeah. So I'm, I'll jump on that with you. Let's do it. Just Claudio wins by a decision plus two fifty. I'll follow you. Yeah, I know, good man. I think it should be a good fight. The way there is certainly value in a potential. If it goes to a decision again, you never know what the judges are like. So there is um worth the value of uh, sprinkling a little bit on Clay Guida by decision. There you go. All right. What else you got? <laughs> uh, next up, I've got Alexander Romanov versus Chase Sherman now. Yeah, no, I'm a huge, huge fan of Alexander Romanov. I think, you know, going into this one, he's a, a huge favourite, rightly so, because Chase Sherman is stepping in on what, like, a couple of days' notice. And again, you know where I stand on that. So even though Chase Sherman will have the height and reach advantage, it's just Alexander Romanov is just such a, a unique, well-rounded mixed martial artist who's destined for the big things, really, in the heavyweight division. Um, again, I'm looking forward to seeing... Romanov set foot inside the cage again. I think if he wins convincingly, he will probably be you know, in with a shout of you know, potentially getting up into the rankings and just fighting the bigger opponents. I think when you're looking at Romanov fight, he tends to control his opponents with a heavy pressure. So they just become clueless at times as to what Alexander's going to throw next. And, you know, even though he's not the biggest of heavyweights, he's still 
you know, possesses a lot of tools within his arsenal. He tends to throw the consecutive hammer fierce. His striking is unique and his ground and pound is so good as well. And again, even on the, the, the ground, he's a very dangerous athlete. His submission game is second to none. It's absolutely brilliant. I think for me personally, going into this one, I'm probably going to bet Alexander Romanov in this one. Chase Sherman, I've got to give him some respect for taking this fight because you're looking at Romanov, he's like, what, 15, 16 and 0, he's undefeated and he's undefeated in the UFC and he's just impressed every time he step foot inside the cage. But the issue is for him, he's on a three-fight losing streak. He's got good length when it comes to striking, but he tend, you know, when you're using that range and that, you know, you've know got the reach advantage, he tend, really tends to, to fight behind the jab and instead he tends to sort of swing and ends up getting clipped his chin you know hasn't held up to UFC heavyweight power and he's been finished and knocked out by four times in the UFC so this one will be a tough one for Sherman but yeah I'm going to go for a Romano via first round TKO I think he'll get the fight to the floor I just look for the ground and power I just think it'll be a quick night at the office for Romano yeah this is the worst fight on the board this is it <laughs> uh Romanov is minus 1500 minus 1400 <laughs> Yeah. Well, it, it in uh there's a couple sports books that aren't even letting you bet Romanov on the side. <laughs> you either have to bet Chase Sherman or you have to pick something else. Um it's to be an absolute massacre. Your first round TKO Romanov wins by TKO's minus 450. <laughs> so even then there's not really much value there is there. No value there. So if you bet this and somehow Chase Sherman has a miracle shot that knocks him out, it's going to take you months to dig out of this hole. So <laughs> I'm just going to lean, uh, you know, Romanov here. I'm not going to bet this fight too much. I'm not risking that much. No. But yeah, I mean, no, you're, you're right. He should, he should just massacre him. Jesus. Well, I mean, you'd expect so. But again, at the end of the day, it's UFC. You just, you never know what's going to happen. I'm just trying to scan, see if I can find any value on any bet here. Uh, minus sixteen sixty-seven to win the fight. Poof. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's uh, that's one of the most one-sided lines I think we've seen in a long time. This is just no, no, absolutely. It's crazy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right. What else you got? 
hopefully not another minus 2000 <laughs> no 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 absolutely not i've got lando Venata versus charles jordana i think this has got fight of the night written all over it and you look at both guys although you know they fought just under 20 professional times they're true veterans of mixed martial arts so they've been around the game for a long time and Again, this one should be an interesting watch. I think this fight will tend to, even wherever the fight goes, is going to be entertaining. I think Benato will find success in countering those heavy pressure shots of Jordan. Jordan from the get-go is looking to to land those strong hooks to the body and just you know like to mix up with the kicks. And even in the clinch, he's just going to keep Benato guessing. And I think wherever the fight goes, Jordan should have Venata's uh, number. I think he'll be comfortable, as I said, in the clinch and, you know, throwing the kicks or throwing the knees and elbows. And with Venata, just sort of looking to, again, Venata always likes to put on the show for the fans. So the thing is, despite taking a lot of damage, which he probably will do in this fight, he's still going to try and, you know, go out there and perform. But I think just because of Jordan's versatile arsenal and just of his insane approach, he's going to get the job done. I think Venata's boxing can cause Jordan some moments. You know, he tends to land, you know, land some nice com- um, combinations. His wrestling game as well. He's, I believe he's a, a former NCAA division wrestler. So if he wants to make it a boring fight, just take the fight to floor. Though you know, Jordan is happily able to to fight off the back and fight on the mat as well. But yeah, I, you can't see Lando Venata making it a boring fight because he just loves to stand and bang. So I'm gonna lean towards Charles Jordan for our decision here. I think this is going to be an excellent fight. Both men have got great cardio, but I think by the end, Jordan's just going to pick him apart, you know, from the second or third round onwards. I like it. Jordan to win by decision plus 200. Not bad. But you're right. This is incredibly close. This, uh, it's Jordan minus 125, Orlando plus 100. Wow. This does have like a lot. Oh, wow. It's uh Lando minus 109, Jordan minus 105. Almost a coin flip about who's going to win. You're right. This looks mm. to be a really good fight. I'm going to follow you. I don't really have a strong opinion on this one, who's going to win. But, yeah, a decision here. Let's do it. Jump on it. No, 100%. Again, like I said, it's got fire and not all over it because, again, even though Charles both men aren't really ranked, they tend to sort of put on a performance for the fans. You know, they tend to throw their game plan out the window, like I said, with Venata. He's more of a, a wrestler, and Jordan tends to struggle against wrestlers because he has trouble the trouble defending those takedowns. Yeah. But Venata, again, he will put the pressure and he will sort of try and dictate the proceedings. But again, if he wants to make it a boring fight, because he's got such a unique style, he looked to take the fight to the floor early on. But you know, this is Lando Venata, he's just going to stand and bang with his unique boxing. So yeah, it'd be a good fight either way. There you go. All right, uh, let's see. That's it for you, right? No, that's it for me, man. Okay, yeah, and I've got a fight you're going to hate, hate, hate. <laughs> We're looking at Dwight Grant versus Sergey Kendazo. How do you say that one? Uh, Dwight, <laughs> Dwight Grant versus Sergey uh, Kandzoko. Uh, Kandzoko. I'll probably guess that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, doesn't matter. Kandzoko. I know you're going to hate this. I'm taking Dwight Grant in the upset here. He's plus 100. Uh, might be the best one I can find right now. Yeah, it looks like it. Plus 100. Oh, no, I get plus 105. I'm doing it. I'm taking mm. Dwight Grant in the surprise upset. I'm just going to bet him to win because I'm catching a plus line. I don't need to go crazy here. Gun to my head, I'd probably say decision, but just money line, Dwight Grant to win plus 105. 
Yeah, I mean, it really is a tough one because Sergey, this will be the first time in nearly like three years since he's fought. But the problem is with Dwight Grant is he's just so inconsistent. Like you demand so much more from him because he does have the the ability. There is some sort of ability there just to sort of cause a lot of trouble. But, you know, he really tends to to deliver on fight night. I think Sergey is just going to sort of fire off with a left hook and the overhand right from the get-go and try and control proceedings with his significant reach. But... Yeah, I, I, don't, I honestly I don't know. I think with Dwight Grant, he's very predictable in his approach. He just tends to, you know, swing for the bleachers and land those heavy bombs. So I think if Sergey can avoid that in control of range, I think you should get it done by decision. Are you going to bet that? Yeah, I'll bet Sergey by decision. Sergey by decision is plus 175. So you get some value there. Yeah, so it's a tough one either way. All right. Evan Elder, Evan Elder versus Preston Parsons is next up. Uh, Preston Parsons was only minus like 127 last I saw. I'm trying to... uh, minus 125. That's not bad. I think Preston Parsons wins the fight. I'm just trying to see. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna money line it. Just gonna money line it. Minus 125. Maybe TKO, but yeah, I'll just. I'm just gonna take the safe bet and just go. Uh, Preston Parsons minus 125. You know, no, I'm in agreement with you. I think, obviously, Preston Parsons, Evan Elder, Evan's undefeated, he's 7-0, he's 25 years of age, so there's a lot to to learn from this. He's making his UFC debut, stepping in on short notice, so it'd be a good experience for him, even if he, you know, if he does lose and he'll want to sort of put on a show for the fans, but because Preston Parsons does have that experience in the UFC, albeit just one fight, he's still stepped inside the octagon. It was against Daniel Rodriguez, it was a, it's always going to be a tough fight when stepping in with Daniel, so I'm probably going to back Parsons for the submission win here. A submission? submission oh, for Parsons. okay. Okay, yeah. there you go. All right. Uh, Preston Parsons by submission is plus 175. Not bad. Mm. Yeah, and, that's, and that's his bread and butter. I think when he gets fight to Floyd, he's a very good uh, jiu-jitsu artist. So, yeah, the majority of his wins have come by a form of submission. So, I think if he can get the fight to Floyd early on, it should be a good day at the office for Preston. All right, another fight you're absolutely going to hate that I'm taking. <laughs> Uh, Marcin Prakno versus Felipe Linz. I'm taking another small upset here. I'm going to take Felipe Linz to win the fight. I'm getting plus 100. I think better than I And plus 108. Yeah, again, I'm getting a little bit of a plus line, so I'm going to just take him to win the fight. Honest to God, I don't know how this is going to end. <laughs> uh, but no, I'll take, I'm going to take Linz to win the fight, plus 107. What did I say? Um, I think with Linz, he's obviously stepping down from heavyweight to, to light heavyweight to fight in Pacino. And I mean, you're looking at Pacino, he's a dangerous striker with that shin knockout power. And, you know, they both have the ability to knock one another out. But I think Felipe Linz this weekend, he's probably going to have to lean towards his grappling advantage this weekend if he does sort of stand a chance of winning this weekend. So either way, if the fight just keeps standing on the feet, I think Martin Pacino will look for the early knockout. So I'm going to back Prachnio by a second round CK on this one. I'm not sure. You know, Felipe Linz, I don't think he's on the best of runs recently. He's on a two-fight losing streak. But they were to Andre Olofsky and Tanabosa, so, you know, tough fights. And Pacino is coming off a wins over Khalil Roundtree and the Cable and Waver. So, you know, he'll be confident this weekend. So, yeah, I'm going to go for Pacino. I'm going to ask you about two fights real quick. Just... Yep. There's no value. Like Dean Barry, it looks to be absolutely, <laughs> he's absolutely going to massacre Mike Jackson. 
it, it does it it's an early stoppage right there's no way this goes to the judges does it yeah no 100 it does not go to the judges i mean what is it he, he fought cm punk um this is my jackson by the way this is cm punk he's fought mickey guy he's lost to me his last fight was nearly four years ago now dean barry a lot of his wins have come well i say a lot of his wins. all of his wins have come by a form of knockout so the one defeat he has on his record was via submission and when we do see a Dean Barry fight, his takedown defense and his ability to fight off his back is a bit lackluster. However, Mike Jackson is just not going to be the man to take him to the floor and submit him. So, yeah, I think Dean Barry's just going to sort of, his, his nickname's a sniper, so he's just sort of going to chip away from him, chip away at Mike Jackson from the get go and definitely get the first round knockout. Gotcha. One more I wanted to ask you about because it looks like another early stoppage. Uh, Isaac Villanueva is fighting Tyson Pedro, and it's 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 chalky as hell. Tyson's minus six hundred. Does this one go to the decision? No, I definitely not. I mean, when you're no? looking at both guys, they are. It's fair to say that they're certified finished, whether they're getting finished or they're winning via finish. That they definitely love to sort of stand and trade right from the get go, but. It's a tough one, man. Ike Villanueva hasn't fought in like five months, but when you're looking at Tyson Pedro, I've just seen it now. It's crazy. His last fight was was three years ago, but I think Tyson Pedro definitely does have enough to to get the job done. He will be rusty, but even then, but when he was fighting, he was more of a, a natural finish, and he's got a lot of pass to victory here. He's a he's the more technical fighter on the feet and on the floor. So yeah, I think Tyson Pedro will definitely get it done. Maybe. Probably yeah we may have to parlay those two together to find any value but uh, (laughs) man all right well good stuff is is next week's card any better or are we still looking at more of the same uh was was that next week's ufc card yeah yeah um i think it's between font and vera um there aren't really many there aren't really many standout cards. You've got Rob Front, like I said, Marlon Vera, the main event. That should be a good one. Arlovsky versus Collier. Yeah, there are, you know, Jack Gordon versus Grant Dawson should be a decent fight. But again, you know, there aren't really many standout fights the next weekend. Mm, so I think it's all sort of going. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the woods until May the 7th, which is UFC 274 between Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. <laughs> Yeah, and that's obviously a pay-per-view fight night card, so that should be good. You've got Rosanami Yunus, Carlos oh, yeah. Braza, you've got Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. you got Donald Cerrone as well. So yeah, there are a couple of good fights. You've just got to be patient and wait till wait another two weeks. Feast or famine? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Right, we man. can't have a good card every week. That's right. All right, man. It was always fun talking to you. No luck, guys. All right, talk to you later. Take care, mate. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.